Amen. Handa ba kayo tumanggap ng Word of God ngayon? Alright, so we've been talking about so grow and overflow. So ito yung parang extension ng ating uh, series of messages. And this is the fun part. Last week, pinag-usapan natin grow. And we're going to grow in the Lord. Hindi lang para sa atin, kundi para mag-overflow sa iba. So today, it's about overflow. So everybody say overflow. Yeah, maapaw. You know, uh, sobra, sobrang sobra. And there are two kind of mindsets. Lahat ng tao may isa sa mga dalawa nito. Yung unang mindset, which determines our approach to life. Yung unang mindset is a shortage mindset. Utak kakapusan. Mahirap. Poor kami. Ganito lang. Palaging kulang. Hand-to-mouth existence. Yung parang, alam mo, kumita or nakasahod, tapos gastos, wala na. Ubus lahat. Tapos naghihintay na yung susunod na pagtanggap ng pera, tapos gastos lahat kaagad, wala na. Puro hand-to-mouth. Pagkumita, gastos. Ganun lang. And hindi yan, yung hindi utak shortage ang kalooban ng Diyos para sa atin, para sa mga anak niya. Kasi tingnan mo, I, I was reading this Bible verse recently. It's in Psalms chapter 37, verse 25 to 26. Tingnan niyo, read this with me. Sabi ni, ni David dito, sabi niya, I have been young and now I am old. Okay, forget that part about the old. No, They say, I'm young, I'm older. Sabi niya, I have been young and now I'm older. And in all my years, I have never seen the Lord forsake a man who loves Him. Never. Sabi ni David, matanda na ako, wala pa akong nakitang time na pinabayaan ni Lord ang nagmamahal sa Kanya. At sabi niya, nor have I ever seen the children of the godly go hungry. Instead, the godly are able to be generous with their gifts and even loans to others. And their children are a blessing. Hindi pabigat, hindi kinakahiya, they're a great blessing. So, yung utak, kakapusan, yung parang mahirap lagi, yung mindset na poor lang kami, sabi ko, saan nanggagaling yun? Alam mo? That mindset comes from an orphan spirit. Yung mentality na ulila, na nobody will take care of me. Sa business, tinuro, tinuro ko ito sa mga bata. It's, it's called the zero-sum mentality, which says that if I give more, then I'll have less. If I keep more for myself, I'll have more. Or yung zero-sum mentality sa business is parang kung kumita yung kabilang stall or yung kabilang store, kung kumita sila, nababawasan kami. Kaya sinusumpa para hindi sila kumita. Ibig sabihin, tataas yung sales namin. Yung parang pag umangat yung kapwa, ibig sabihin, somehow, mababaw, yung, yung feeling is, mababawasan ako. O pag ang kapitbahay, nakakuha ng kotse, lumiit na yung chances na makakuha tayo ng bagong sasakyan. 
Or if my classmate got a new phone, parang lumiit na yung opportunity na makakuha ako ng phone. Kasi ang feeling is, there's only a limited amount of resources. At pag kinuha ng iba yung resources, nababawasan na yung available resources sa akin. Yan ang zero sum. Ibig sabihin, parang utak limited. You're focused on these own resources. And it does not take faith to have a poverty mentality. That's matik yun. Ang gagawin mo lang is tumingin ka sa sarili mong limited resources at makakaroon ng utak poverty. It doesn't take faith, you know, to have this... And, and a lot of people are still in that old, unfaith-filled mentality na kung saan utak for peas. Ayuda forever. Yung parang laging pumipila, laging nauna para ma- ako ma- unang makukuha. Kung hindi tayo mag-first din, mawawalaan tayo. Yung feeling that I have to push and step on other people and get to the front para hindi ako mawawalaan. Baga maubosan ako. And this kind of mentality paralyzes us with fear of the future, fear of magkulang, and you won't be able to be generous, and you'll never be able to be content dahil sa paralyzed feeling, yung fear, at hindi mo mararanasan ng abundance. Mga kapatid, you can never live an abundant life with a shortage mindset. But there's another kind of mindset. And this is the one I hope you will move to. Ito yung mindset that is not shortage, kundi surplus. The surplus mindset. Utak overflow. Hindi yung identify na sarili mo bilang mahirap, kundi ito yung I'm wealthy. Yung honestly you say to yourself, I'm wealthy. Can you say to your neighbor, you're wealthy? Yeah. And then sabihin mo, yes, I agree. I am wealthy. Yeah. Ganyan, no? And this, you mindset na surplus, saan nanggagaling yun? This comes from a spirit of sonship or daughtership that you say, my father, God, will provide for me. Everything I need. Kung ang utak ulila is no one will take care of me. Yung utak sonship. My father will provide all my needs. Ayon sa kanyang yaman. That's Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. It's a mindset. The surplus mindset comes because you believe that you are dearly loved. You're a child of Heavenly Father. And naniniwala ka na my God is rich. Ang aking daddy ay napakayaman. In fact, did you know that God has a nickname? Marami, maraming pangalan ng Diyos. Isa lang ang Diyos, pero marami siyang pangalan. Isa sa mga pangalan niya is El Shaddai. Okay, Genesis chapter 17. Makikita natin ito, verse 1 and 2. Sabi ng Diyos, I am... 
Pag sinabi ng Lord, I am, bigatin yun. He's about to reveal His character. He says, I am El Shaddai, which translates, listen, the breasted one. Yung dala-dala ng milk. The, the one who provides. The one that you can go to for nourishment and provision. And sabi ng Diyos, I will make a covenant between the two of us and I will increase you. I will increase your numbers exceedingly. He gets inyong maaring maisipin. It's the higit na, sapat na higit pa. And this kind of surplus mentality makes you bold and confident to be generous. A lot of people want to be generous, pero wala silang courage. Because ang feeling is limited. If I'm too generous, magkukulang ako. Kaya better be safe and just keep as much as I can. But actually, sabi ni Jesus, it's more blessed that you will be on the giving side rather than always pumipila sa recipient side. Hindi ba mas masaya na you have sapat na higit pa nag-overflow? And not just money, but anything. Nag-overflow ng forgiveness kasi ang yaman mo sa forgiveness ng galing sa Diyos. Nag-overflow ka ng patience because you're cool. And you can afford to be patient. Kahit, kahit ang bagal ng server or kahit ang kulit ng kapitbahay mo. But you can afford, kasi nag-overflow eh. And isn't it better that you're on the giving side rather than ikaw ang laging humihingi ng pagpatawad dahil ang daming daming mong kasalanan? Or ang daming mong utang at ikaw ang lagi patawad pag pwedeng extension of time to pay, ganyan, ganyan. Ikaw ang laging na pumipila sa ayuda galing sa government or whatsoever. No, it's better when you're on the surplus because God wants His children to overflow. Yan ang unang commandment ng Diyos sa tao. Overflow. Grow fruitful. God blessed them and said, unang sinabi ng Diyos sa man, He, he said, I want you to be fruitful and multiply. Hindi sinabi niya, be fruitful at addition. Addition is not overflow. Dagdag lang yan eh. Sabi niya, multiply, overflow, fill up the earth and subdue it. Kung ang utak shortage, that doesn't take faith. Pero kung meron kang mindset of abundance, mindset of surplus, that requires faith. Kaya that will honor God because God is pleased with faith. Can you say amen? Sabihin mo, I want a mindset of surplus. Yeah, yeah. So today I want to just share with you a few things that if you look at your handouts there, meron parang chart dyan. And in this chart, makikita natin yung, I think, mga susi to unlock Having a surplus mindset, himbis na shortage mindset. Sino sa inyong interested na maging, have, to have a, a surplus mindset? Utak overflow. Okay. 
So the first thing, write this down, is that you got to stop focusing on who you are and instead focus on who Jesus is. Kasi pag tumingin ka sa sarili mo, ito ang kadalasan nangyayari is we don't like something about ourselves. When I look in the mirror, I sometimes don't feel good about what I see. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? Sometimes I think, Ooh, sorry, masyado akong maputi. Hindi derecho yung ilong ko. Or tumatanda ito. Mga but So I would rather not look at the mirror too much. So I just listen to my wife. And she says, Oh, you're so handsome. So maniwala na lang. Mas maganda. Maniwala. Faith comes by hearing, not looking in the mirror. But we get disappointed. Marami tayong palpak. Marami tayong mistakes. So pag tumitingin ka sa sarili mo, ang result many times is inferiority complex. Or yung mababang pagtingin sa sarili. And then you would feel like, eh, hindi ako karapat dapat. You know? And we even had some of our own dear church members, our family. Christians, baptized, believers, filled with God's Spirit. Pero dahil may pinagdaanan, dahil hindi sila na, naging faithful sa whatever, sa tithing or sa Bible study or prayers or whatever, makasalanan or whatever, they would start to feel like hindi ako worthy in my church. And there's sometimes that people just don't feel abundant as if wala akong may overflow. So medyo naglalaylo or nagbaback down. Because why? Tumitingin sa sariling worthiness. Mga kapatid, stop that. Stop yung nakatutok sa sarili mo kung sino ka sa sarili mong natural man or woman. Instead, Look to Jesus. Look at Him. Because doon makakaroon ng tunay na perspective kung sino ka. You will never know who you are until you look at who Jesus is. Kasi doon manggagaling eh. Yung, yung source, yung ama. Once you know who Jesus is, magiging clear kung sino ka. So when we look to Him, we see him as a generous daddy. We see him as our father. Hindi ako ulila, may may tatay ako na tunay. So look at him, and and here's the thing: you identity natin napakahalaga. That's why some people don't even apply for a job. Kasi ang pagtingin sa sarili worker lang ako, extra lang ako. So may mga iba hindi naman. Walang confidence na mag-apply. Anong position? Manager. I want to be the manager. Mga Yung parang, yung pangarap na with confidence. Why? Because mababa ang pagtingin sa sarili. Yung identity. Medyo na, namansya na. But listen, write this down. A renewed identity does not start with you changing who you are it starts with changing how you see and think about God. 
Ang renewed identity hindi magsisimula sa iyong sarili, kundi magsisimula sa Diyos at ang iyong pagtingin sa Kanya. How you, how you view God, how you think about God, doon maayos. Doon ang pagsimula para maayos ang pagtingin sa sarili mo. Listen to me. In the Bible, we have Jehovah, the name of God, and then laging merong dyan na iba-iba. Maraming pangalan. Jehovah Shalom is God is our peace. Jehovah Jireh, have you heard that? These are Hebrew words, but it reveals God's character, what He has, what He does for us. Pag nabasa mo, Jehovah Jireh, it means the Lord is my provider. So, pag kilala mo si God bilang Jehovah Jireh, makikilala mo ang sarili mo bilang well provided for. Pagkilala mo si God bilang Jehovah Tzitkanu, the Hebrew word which means the Lord is my righteousness. Pag talagang makilala mo si Lord as the righteousness, ito ay magbibigay ng identity para sa iyo bilang righteous sa kanyang harapan. Pero kung magsisimula ka sa sabili mo, sa performance mo, sasabihin mo, hindi ako righteous. Kasi ginawa ko ito, ginawa ko ito. Ang dami kong palpak, hindi ako righteous. Hindi, huwag ka magsimula sa sarili mo. Look at God. He's my righteousness. He's the one, the Lord Jehovah Nisi. He's my victory. So now, hindi mo, pagkilala mo si Lord bilang victory, hindi mo makakaroon ng low self-esteem na parang talunan ako. I always lose. I'm a failure. No, no. You'll say, I'm victorious because my God is a victory. See, uh, I'm not, hindi ako masakitin because the Lord is Jehovah Rapha, my healer. And so many, 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 ganoon. Pagpunta ka sa New Testament, in the book of John palang pitong beses sabi ni Jesus, I am, I am, I am. And makikita natin dito what we are because He is. Don't look at what you are or what you're not. Look at who Jesus is and who He I am the bread. Oh, I have daily bread. Nourishment. He's, Jesus said, I am the light. If you believe in me, because I'm the light, you will not walk in darkness. I am the vine. If you're connected to me, you will bear so much fruit. I am the good shepherd. Oh, kung si Jesus ang good shepherd, ano ako? Wala nang low self-esteem. Ako isang tupa na... Sunod-sunod ako sa shepherd ko. He makes me lie down in green pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I will not lack anything. So because I know Him bilang good shepherd, now makikilala ko ang sarili ko. I, I, I'm not lost. I'm not lost. He, he, my cup overflows. He anoints my head with oil. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. Pag makilala natin si Jesus, then you'll know who you are. So don't look at yourself. Instead, look at Jesus. And then pangalawa, don't look at what you have Okay, what you don't have. But look at what He has. So kung ang unang point is about identity, itong pangalawang point is about capacity. Do you have the capacity to pay your bills? 
Do you have the capacity to travel, to help your children, to be, do you have the capacity na maging generous at mag, mag-sow ng financial seeds sa school, sa next generation? Kung, kung titingin mo kung anong meron ka, sasabihin mo, kulang, kulang, I don't have money. Ang dami kong utang, I don't, no, kasi tumitingin ka sa meron ka o kung wala ka. Tanggalin, iba ng mindset. Don't look at what you have, look at what He has. Look at, you know, Jesus was not like that. Na utak, mahirap. Kahit walang sahod si Jesus, hindi naman siya nagtatrabaho na tumanggap ng malaking sahod. Hindi naman siya employed na sa government or what. But yung mindset ni Jesus, laging meron. Hindi katulad ng mga disciples niya, laging wala. Over in Luke chapter 9, Nakatoon na nandun sila sa malayong lugar and Jesus was teaching the people. At sinabi ng mga disciples kay Jesus, Pauwian ang mga tao kasi walang pagkain dito. Mga gutom sila. Pauwian mo sila. They dismissed the meeting. And sabi ni Jesus, Ikaw magbigay ng pagkain sa kanila. Gulat sila. Ha? Huh? Libong-libo yan. 5,000 mga lalaki lang. Ang daming tao. Sabi ni Jesus, you give them something to eat. Wala kaming, wala kaming pera. Sabi ni, nag-react talaga sila. We don't have money for that. 5,000, wala tayong fundraising, walang budget, wala mabibili na stores. From, there's nothing. You send them home. Pero Jesus was like, cool. No, you give them something to eat. Okay, tell them to sit down. So, alam mo naman yung story. Kinuhan yung tinapay, and he started just giving it. Okay, and then dumami. And dumami, and dumami. He took the fish, a few pieces of small fish. Give it, give it. As he's giving it. Because, see, Jesus, hindi utak shortage. Ang mindset ni Jesus, I'm connected to my Father's kingdom. Walang shortage sa langit. At as long as I'm connected sa langit, walang shortage dito. Because your kingdom come. On earth, and your will be done. Kalooban ng Diyos sa makakain ng mga tao? Oo. So, ginawa niyang, by faith, Jesus multiplied the bread and the fish. Because Jesus does not have shortage mentality. Dapat ganun din tayo. Instead of focusing on what you have, focus on what God has. Because true wealth, isulat nyo to, true wealth, starts by understanding that my Father is rich. Mayaman ang Diyos. Tingnan mo, Psalms chapter 50, verse 10 to 11 says, Every animal on the field and the forest belongs to me. Parang sinasabi ni Lord, Lahat ng hayop, lahat ng meron sa mundo, ako ang nagmamayari niyan. Yung World Trade Center, yung uh, Trump Towers, or kung ano yung mga hotel na five-star, lahat yan sa akin yan. Sabi ni Lord, if I were hungry, do you think I would tell it to you? you think I will ask you for help? Hindi kinakailangan ng pera mo. Sabi ng Diyos, lahat to sa akin. Mayaman ang Diyos. And your true wealth will never come because tumaas ang peso savings mo. Hindi yan tunay na kaya yaman. The yaman comes from understanding that your daddy is rich. Have you ever noticed yung mga anak ng mayaman? 
na iba ang carry ng kanilang sarili. Nakita mo ba? You might think, ay, mayabang lang yan. Pero hindi naman sa ganoon. Minsan, makikita mo yung anak ng mga yaman, just sobrang confident lang. Like yung mga, mga kinder and preschool, dala-dala ng 100, 200 pesos dito, 150. Alam mo, three hours lang ang klase nila, yan ang baon nila. Sarap, ano? Tapos, wala silang, parang wala lang. Ilalabas na 100, bili na bili sila. Dami-dami ng mga bata na siguro may kaya ang mga parents nila. And as, as if hindi sila nahihirapan maggastos na ganyan because alam nila bukas, meron na naman. Alam nila na hindi sila mabibitin sa ulam mamayang hapon. They just have this confidence because they know that my daddy will pay for it. My daddy can afford it. So they don't fear to be generous. They don't fear to overflow. And then even yung pagdala, you know, iba yung paglakad na parang okay lang, parang, maya, mal, parang malakas ang loob. Ewan ko, some, siguro may, may iba, mayabang lang, pero most, mostly it's something like, something like ano lang, na parang confident na ewan. Paano na, where did that come from? It came because they have this understanding that my parent is rich. And you know what? I, I, I want to share with you a testimony because I grew up like that. Okay? I'm not better. I just grew up not fearful of being poor. Bucket. Is it because we were so rich in our family? You know, when I was growing up, may time... Mali pa ako, hindi pa ako gano'n ka-aware. Pero may times na walang trabaho ang tatay ko. Walang income. Zero. To the point na he had to do sales. You know, buy and sell. Kung ano-anong racket dyan, mga network, pyramid, kung ano-ano, para lang kumita ng pera. And yet, kahit gipit na gipit sila sa season na yan nung, nung 80s, Hindi ko na feel. Because my father always told us, God will provide. Kahit alam ko, sinasabi lang yan in faith. Kahit wala pang evidence. Hindi nakikita kasi may utang, ganito, ganyan. Pero he would always say, God will provide for us. God's a good father and he will provide for us. Minsan sasabihin ko, Daddy, how are you going to get the money? Where will you pay? Don't worry, God's going to provide. I'm not afraid. I'm trusting the Lord. We'll pray, but we're trusting the Lord. Laging ganun. So, bilang bata, I grew up very secure. I grew up kahit hindi, hindi maraming pera, pero ang utak ko, mayaman kami. Because I knew I could trust my dad, and my dad knew he could trust God. Mga tatay, mga fathers, kapwang fathers ko, that's how you should do it. Let your children know that they can depend on you as you depend on God. Ganon ang flow. Ganon ang flow. Ganon din sa asawa. Honey, bakit bitin ang kita mo? Ganyan. E, e, binigay yung sahod. Ito lang? No, no, no. You let her know, hey, I'm not the source. Daluyan lang ako. But I'm connected to God, and He will provide our needs. You just trust Him. So, ganun. In Second Kings, 
I want to read this Bible story. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 42. One day, a man arrived from Baal Shalasha. Salisha. And he brought the man of God. Ito si Elisha. Yung dating apprentice ni Elijah. Okay, so si Elisha is the man of God. He brought the man of God 20 loaves of fresh baked bread. Itong loaves yung maliliit. Okay, think Danish baker, Spanish bread. Yung, yung maliit, hindi yung gardenia or yung cosmos loaf bread. Hindi yung maliit lang. 20 loaves of bread from the early harvest along with a few apples. And Elisha said, pass it around to the people to eat. Okay, hindi niya sinabi niya, ay, buti na lang, itago natin yan. Good for one week natin yun, oh. Walang ganyan. Distribute. Give, bigay mo. A few apples. Paano ma... Tapos yung servant ni Elisha, sabi niya, What? For 100 men. Kasi isang, isang daan sila. A hundred men he get. Sabi nung servant niya, There's not nearly enough. Utak shortage. Yung servant, utang kulang. I mean, utak kulang. Ang mindset niya is, hindi kaya, hindi sapat. But Elisha said, just go ahead and do it. Because God says, there's plenty. And sure enough, there was. He passed around what he had, and not only did they eat, but they had leftovers. Nag-overflow. Imagine that. This was even before Jesus did the miracle of multiplying bread and fish. Elisha was doing a sneak preview of Jesus' character. Nagmultiply ng bread and apples. Now, the servant, ang sabi ng servant, hindi sapat. Kulang yan. Kawawa sila, kawawa pa tayo. Yan ang sabi ni Servant. Pero sabi ni Elisha, God says, there's plenty. Maybe you say, there's not enough money in the bank. But God says, I'll provide all your needs. Maybe we say, it's a church, oh, we don't have enough to build a new building. But God says, I'm rich, I can afford it. Make your move. Sabi nila, kulang. Sabi ng Diyos, plenty. Higit sapat at higit pa. And not only, listen, write this down. Not only do you have a rich father, but you also have a good daddy who loves you. Can you say that with faith? Say, my daddy loves me. And I mean your real daddy in heaven. My daddy loves me. My daddy's rich and he loves me. Wow, that's the best, you know. Okay, yung rich na hindi kanya mahal, mas maganda na minamahal ka ng tatay mo, pero kahit walang pera. Pero double, double blessing pag mayaman na at nagmamahal pa. Tama po ba? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 33, diba sabi niya, look at those birds, yung mga ibon. Hindi naman sila nagtatrabaho. Hindi naman sila nagsisikap. Hindi sila nag-iipon. Bakit? Every day, meron at meron sila. 
nagpakain. Kasi your heavenly Father loves them, cares for them, at nagbibigay ng supply para sa kanila araw-araw. Ikaw pa kaya? Ibon yan, cheap lang yan, by the billions yan. But God loves you all the much more. Look at the flowers, sabi ni Jesus dito. Look at them. Ang ganda ng damit nila. May tatak. Ang ganda, beautiful colors. And how much more, kung bulaklak, halaman lang yan, how much more ikaw, God will provide the clothes you need and everything that you need because He loves you. Listen, you don't have to fear. You don't need to have the shortage mentality because God loves you and He's rich. Claro po ba? Malinaw po ba sa lahat? Alright. So stop looking. Stop focusing on what you have. Or stop focusing on what you don't have. Kasi, matik yun eh. Ang daling-daling. Sabihin, we don't have enough. We can't do that. But say, God has. Tanong lang is, what is God's will? Because if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And He can pay His bills very easily. Okay? So, um, number one there is, don't focus. Wag to, you know, nakatutok sa sarili mo kung sino ka, but who Jesus is. Pangalawa, wag nakatutok sa kung ano meron ka o wala, kung, kundi kung ano meron ng Diyos. And yung pangatlo is, wag ka masyado nakatutok sa abilidad mo. What you can do or what you cannot do. Kundi kung anong kayang gawin ng Diyos. At sino sa inyo naniniwala, walang imposible sa Diyos. So we got the identity and the capacity. Now, what about ability? Ang Diyos ay may all ability, all power. It says in Ephesians 3.20, God is able to do. He's able. He can do anything. Sabi diyan, super abundantly more than we can dare ask or imagine. By His power. Kanyang kalahasan. At work within us. Sa ibang version, sabi niya, it's even far over and high above our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. So instead of focusing what God, what, what you can do, madalas na, we're talking about, you know, sa bahay, we're talking about doing this, uh, or can the school, this one, the bills. And, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. Even sa church, madalas na, we have to be careful because, you know, minsan, pus-pus talaga ako sa vision, what, what I feel like the Lord wants to do. And sometimes, yung vision na dinownload ko galing kay Lord is, is really impossible. Build another building. Wow! Open another campus. Wow! We can't do that. Kasi ganito, ganyan. Put a, let's build a church in Bawang, Baknotan, in San Juan, and let's uh, build a school. Wow! Economic crisis ngayon. Wala tayong building dyan. Let's add more build. Let's have 250 students. Wow! You don't even have 250 chairs in the classrooms. Finally, there's a lot of reasons why you can't do it. Kung nakatutok sa abilidad mo, it's, it's true. You can't do it. Kaya stop it. Stop looking at what you can do or what you cannot do. Huwag tayo mamuhay base sa kaya nating gawin. Mamuhay tayo sa supernatural at doon sa kaya gawin ng Diyos. <laughs> doon tayo. Because, listen to me. 
true power starts by believing that nothing is impossible with God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 18 says, May you be able to, may you be able to feel and understand, as all God's children should, how long and how wide and how deep and how high His love really is, and to experience this love for yourselves. And through this, even though it's too great for you to really see the end of it, Sabinya, at last you will be filled up. At last, you say, I will be filled up. You will be filled up with God Himself. Mismong Dios, sabi sa Philippians 2, verse 13, Mismong Dios at Kanyang Kapangyarihan is working not just anywhere, but inside of you. Oh, I, I want you to get this. Makinika, look at Philippians 2.13. God is working. Working yung kanyang abilidad. Kumikilos. May ginagawa. Inside of you. Giving you the desire and the power, the ability to do whatever it is that it pleases Him. Kung ano yung nice niyang ipagawa sa'yo. Kung ano yung nice niyang gawin. So, I, I advise you, magpagamit ka na lang kay Lord. Doon mararanasan na yung supernatural. Kung hindi ka mapapagamit kay Lord, you can just do kung anong, kung anong kaya mong gawin. And there's a limit for that. Because you get tired. And you make mistakes. And I make, I make failures. We make wrong decisions. And we're selfish sometimes. And we have limitations. Minsan, hindi ko halos makabangon eh. You start, you know, how, how much more to build a school or lead a church or do the things. Baka ikaw, nahihirapan ka rin gumising ng maaga. And then you say, how much more? How, how will I raise my children? Just getting out of bed, nahihirapan ako. How can I raise a family? How can I take care of these kids? How can I build a business or do what I need to do to make money? Limited tayo, mga kapatid. We're so weak. We're so limited. Huwag ka mamuhay sa sarili mong lakas. Mafo-frustrate ka lang. Doon tayo sa kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Doon tayo maki-ride on sa Kanyang abilidad. And let's let His power come in us. So don't, wag makatutok sa power mo. But say, Lord, I'm having a hard time waking up, but I know gising ka kanina pa. Hindi ka natutulog, di ba? So Lord, don't ako maki-ride on sa ability mo to wake up. Oh, kung hindi mo kayang i-handle yung misis mo na maraming reklamo, na maraming uh, uh, cha-cha-cha-cha sa'yo. May, may, may kausap ba ako mga guys dito? Mga married men? Kung hindi mo kayang i-handle si misis, hindi mo siya maintindihan, huwag kang tumingin sa sarili mong abilidad na mag-control ng isang babae. Tumingin ka na lang kay God, ang tunay na husband. Marunong siya. Ladies, if you're having a hard time because your husband won't change until now, paulit-ulit, yan pa rin ang ginagawa niya at hindi siya nagbabago, alam mo, 
mapoprostrate ka lang kung mamuhay ka ayon sa abilidad mo na baguhin ang asawa mo. Hayaan mo si Lord ng kumilos sa situation mo. Whatever it is that you're facing, whatever it is that you cannot do, don't focus on what you cannot do. Focus on what God can do. Don't come a ride on. Somebody is agreeing with me here. Amen. That's good. <laughs> so, you know, last week we talked about growth. Masabi ko, kailangan mag-grow, hindi lang para sa sarili ko. Ako, kailangan mag-grow because I have a wife that will be affected if I grow or not. Hindi, hindi pwedeng, well, sarili kong decision, sarili kong diskarte, kung lalago ako o hindi ako, parang tinatamad ako lumago, so parang paisi-isi lang. No, hindi pwede kasi may anak ako na tumitingin sa akin. Kung hindi ako lalago, may hangganan din siya. So we have to grow because other people, because our growth or not, will overflow to other people. Are you following me? It's very important to keep growing because the best gift I can give you is a healthy, growing, thriving me. And I will, listen, I will always overflow to others what I am full of. Is that whether positive or negative, laging aapaw kung ano yung nagpuspus, kung saan ako mapuspus. Watch this video of a sponge. Once there was a time, may dalawang sponges sa kitchen na magkapareho. Parehong soft, absorbent, at ginawa para maglinis. Gayunman, magkaibang magkaiba ang paraan ng pagkakagamit sa mga ito. Ang unang sponge, si Sponge A, ay madalas makikitang kasama ng maruruming pinagkainan na meron pang tira-tira, mga panis, at mamantikang leftovers. Kaya naman, naka-absorb nito ang mga unhealthy mixtures day in and day out. At hindi man lang ito nalilinisan o nababanlawan pagkatapos. Nang tumagal-tagal, ito ay naging malagkit, mabaho at hindi epektibo sa kanyang purpose. Ang sponge binaman ay maingat na binabanlawan at nililinis pagkatapos ng bawat paggamit. Nananatili itong maayos, malambot at effective. Laging handang gawin ang purpose nito. Ibinababat ito sa fresh at malinis na tubig. Sinisip-sip ng sponge B ang malinis na tubig hanggang sa ito ay mag-umapaw. At pag ito iaangat, ito'y puno tumutulo at overflowing ng malinis na tubig. Yan, punong-puno siya ng clean water. And whatever you've been soaking in, maybe you've been soaking in this Netflix or the Facebook or what, I don't know what you've been soaking in this past week. You've been, saan ka nagbababad? Saan ka lagi-laging nagkukonsume? Because whatever you've been soaking in will come out. Will overflow out of you. Especially when you're pressured. When you're squeezed. Kaya mahalaga na magbabatay sa Word of God. Don't soak up the kultura ng mundo. Soak up the culture of heaven. Because whatever has inflowed into you will overflow out of you. And whatever you've soaked in will be squeezed out. Kaya maganda, good input, malinis ang input. 
and keep your life and your heart and your thoughts and your attitude clean before the Lord so that when you're pressured, when you're squeezed, the Lord will come out. They've been soaking in anger. They pag pressure nila, lalabas ang mura, lalabas ang galit. They've been soaking in violence, watching movies, or exorcist, or kung ano-ano. Ano lalabas? Yung demonic. Lalabas talaga yun. If you had been soaking in bad attitudes or thoughts, pag na-squeeze yan, lalabas ang angry and, and hateful and jealous words. If you're soaking in lust and greediness, worldly pleasures, whatever, it will come out, it will overflow. Kaya mga patid, let your heart be oversaturated with His Word. Get into, stay connected and planted in your church family, your cell group, your Christian friends, so that mapus ka sa good stuff that you can overflow. You can overflow the pure and the organic, the good things. Overflow means that you're filled beyond your minimum capacity. It's a surplus mentality and yan ang nice ng Diyos para sa bawat isa sa atin. Hindi yung minimum, hindi yung shortage, but a surplus mentality that's ready to overflow. It's God-given resources para sa God-given purpose or yung God-given assignment. Listen, pag sinabi ko, okay, dito yung table nito, and then mayroong fountain or yung parang shower, at dito binubuhos na yung blessings, yung provision, yung connections, resources, the strength, the wisdom, the finances, lahat ng binubuhos ng Diyos, He will put it on His will. And God is pouring out blessing and favor. Kayang-kaya ng Diyos na buhusin ka ng favor, ng blessing. But listen, Kung hindi ka dito, kundi dito ka sa ibang position, mamimiss out ka. Hindi dahil ayaw ng Diyos pagpalain ka, edi mispositioned ka. Malayo ka sa lugar kung saan pinagpapala ka ni Lord. So hindi mo makakatch. Hindi mo mararanasan. Even though God is loving and blessing you and favoring you and pouring out the resources for you. God-given resources to do God-given assignments. Anong inassign ka ni Lord? Kung dito ka, ginagawa mo yung will ni Satan. Don't expect God to support and resource the, the will of Satan. He's going to bless the will that He has for you, yung God-given assignment para sa'yo. Kaya, position yourself, mga kapatid. Sabi ni Jesus, I came to give you life, and life that's abundant. Pero position yourself to receive. Paano yan? ABC. Simple lang, ABC. So, A, position yourself. How? Stay aware. Stay aware na hindi ito basi sa performance natin, kundi basi sa grace ni God. Okay, minsan, na-gets na ko na meron tayong sowing and reaping. Kung ano yung itatanim mo, aaniin mo yan. That works. That's the law. Pero tandaan mo, hindi lang ikaw ang nagsusow. Si Jesus din nagpa-plant into your life. So you can also reap yung itinanim ni Jesus sa buhay mo. So it's not only 
by our, it's not by our works that we deserve God's favor and blessing. It's not based on our performance. Hey, mabuti akong tao, kaya I deserve something, no? Or, hindi ako karapat dapat, kaya wala akong maasahan na from God, no? It's not based on your performance, good or bad. It's based on God's grace. Mga kapatid, ligtas ka by grace, pinagpala ka ng Lord by grace. It's not depending on what you've done, but who you're with. Yung wrong thinking is, I will be blessed basi sa deserve ko. In the kingdom of God, hindi ganyan. So stay aware that you don't deserve it, but you can receive as a gift of grace. Pangalawa, letter B, keep believing that you are blessed in Christ. Minsan, pag sinabi, Oy, ang ganda-ganda mo. Hindi naman. Ganon. Oh, wow, you look great today. Hindi, ha? I like your haircut. Oh, pangit ito. Minsan, kinakansel ka agad yung blessing. Kinakansel, sinasumpa pa ang sarili natin because we say, ay, mayaman mo, no? Hindi, hindi ka mayaman. Mahirap lang kami. Eh, ba't kinansel mo? Ba't sinumpa ang sarili mo? God's trying to bless you. But you have to agree with the Lord sa gamit ng mouth mo. Declare and confess that you are blessed in Christ. Come on, let's do it right now. Say, I am blessed, not cursed. I am wealthy in Christ. My God provides all my needs. And I can even overflow. Mga kapatid, it takes faith. Utak mahirap, hindi na kailangan ng faith. Pero utak surplus, it requires faith. Kaya every day, make a choice to keep believing. Keep believing. And then, letter C is stay connected to Jesus every day. So be aware, believe, and C is connect. Aro-aro kay Jesus. Sabi sa Ephesians 1.3, Every spiritual blessing has been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful Father, Heavenly Father, because He sees us, bakit pinagpala ka ng gusto? Because He sees us wrapped into Christ. Kumbaga, bundled ka, packaged ka, dikit ka kay Jesus, kaya ka pinagpala ng gusto. Sabi ni Jesus, John 15:5, If you stay connected to me, you will produce a lot of fruit. Fruit could be success, results, wisdom, children, connections, anointing, impact, influence, whatever that means. Bunga. But sabi niya, you got to be connected to me because yung next na sinabi niya is, without me, disconnected from me, wala magagawa. But ang kalooban ng Diyos is that you will overflow. Okay, verse 11 says, I've told you this so that you will be full, filled with my joy. Yes, your cup of joy will overflow. And in Colossians chapter 1, Chapter 2, verse 7. Ito ang aking prayer para sa, sa inyo. Let your lives overflow. Simply lang, ano? Let your lives overflow and enjoy thanksgiving for all He 
has done. Manalangin tayo. Would you stand up on your feet right now? Lahat tayo tumayo at sabihin natin kay Lord yung ating desire to overflow not with yung mindset of poverty, limited, kulang, kundi yung mindset na sapat at higit pa. Pikit tayong lahat at say, Jesus, overflow into me and out through me. I want to be your vessel. Tinatanggap ko ang iyong buhay na siya ang mag-work inside of me. Let your power and your desires fill me and overflow. Amen. Father, I just pray for this congregation today. Lord, puspusin mo sila sa inyong kabutihan, pagmamahal, anointing, resources, Lord. I-upgrade mo na ang utak ng bawat isa. I-upgrade yung utak na shortage, gawing surplus mindset, uh, abundant mindset, that they will not think like a recipient lang, kundi magiging generous donor, a giver, uh, the one who's always got enough to afford to be generous, to afford to overflow. So I pray, Lord, that we would just be aware of your grace, not trying to earn, but receiving your gift of grace, that we would stay believing, stay connected. And I pray, Lord, that this, even this week, we would not focus so much on Sino ako, but who is Jesus? We look at not what I have, but what Jesus has and who Jesus and what he can do in our lives. And thank you that you are so powerful, so rich and so good. And we love you, Father, and we just bless you in Jesus name. Amen and amen.